0: Two of the greatest art forms known to humanity, beer and movies, sometimes achieving outstanding pairings and other times giving ourselves the opportunity to wash the terrible taste of Snyder from our mouths. (laughs) I am one of your hosts, Dave Gurney. I am here with... Carlos Cooper. And Joe Hilliard. (laughs) (laughs) And sort of both counterclockwise and clockwise on that. uh... It was a a paradox. Nice. Uh, I like it. I, I wanted to let you guys figure that one out. And you did. That was beautiful.
1: You know, we tape on Monday. We sure do. Today is Memorial Day, which meant that I don't think either of us worked. So we're, I'm coming yeah. in with a completely different vibe which wasn't than I normally Which wasn't
0: necessarily the do. plan. You you, you kind of closed like, up shop. I made a you last. You were on the fence. I was you, on
2: the fence, yeah. And then eventually I was just like, uh, I, you, typically these kinds of days, they do tend to be somewhat busy, uh, yeah. but until like three. Mm. And then the whole back half of the day is kind and of a, just, just a waste of time. And yeah. I was like, you know what? We had a good weekend. Record store days coming up, so definitely, if there was a time to well, there you kind go. of have a, a day to reset, I needed. That's I right. needed it sooner than later. So, uh, yeah, it is. It is weird. There have been a couple times over the last like couple months of recording where I've had the afternoon off before that, and yeah. even that feels a little different. But this feels like <laughs> I've like I haven't done anything today. I mowed the yard, which was sick, but good for you. I noticed. Looks nice. Thank you. You need that for uh, mosquito season. You can't keep the long. You lawn. can't keep it long. Unfortunately, I didn't get to finish the sweeping because we didn't have any bug spray, and I started getting eaten alive mm, as man. I was trying to oh, sweep dude. up the grass clippings. They'll um, carry you off these days. That is yeah. essential. Yeah. Uh, but it's funny. Uh, as soon as the tall grass went away, all the birds flocked to my yard. Oh, yeah. absolutely. It was, yeah. It's snack it's time. It's so weird They're, every get, single time. They get down. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm coming they in very, very refreshed, very... Uh, uh, chill chill posy vibes only nice but uh, my posy vibes are being somewhat dampered right now because my glasses oh dry. yeah that's well let's
0: and there it's were several in minutes day. I mean, in already. any day of recording for us to be enjoying a fine beverage that many have fought for us to be able to have am i de- <laughs> should i do a tie-in i don't
1: know but liked the words you, know, you said uh, <laughs> thank you we have a beer here, though, Joe. We, we do. We're... David, you brought it. We appreciate it every time you bring a nice one. Uh, every time you bring we'll an extra out if nice. dank beer. This is from Fair State Brewing Cooperative. We've had them twice. Uh, I, If you haven't noticed, I haven't told you what the name of the beer is yet. I'll get there. Um, the first time we had them is when I really want to highlight. It's episode, back, uh, episode 41. It was a collaboration with Kings County Brewers Collective. And that movie that we drank that with was... Smart. So how apropos that today we are drinking Fair State Brewing Cooperative, not a collaboration, just theirs, Big Doinks. It's a extra dank, they call it, IPA, and it comes in at 6.5. I'm going to read from their website now. Big Doinks is an extra dank IPA brewed with copious amounts of the stickiest hops available. And this is interesting. The tasting notes, dank weed... <laughs> They're just putting it right out they there. They put it out there. Pine, yeah. tropical fruits, uh, it's bitter, crisp, uh, Christmas trees. Now that's from their website. I'm
0: definitely getting the pininess on the nose mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't for a while from IPAs. It's it's kind of like a hot profile, at least aromatically right now, that I'm not as uh, used to uh, getting out of a can, but this is cool. I'm, not, I'm yeah. th- This is
1: kind of a throwback. They're going for that dankness here. The... Blending of marketing with weed and beer is kind of upon us. There's, I mean, this, this is sure. not the first time that I've seen the notion that we're going to throw a, a weed twist on usually right. an IPA. Well,
0: there, what, what was it? It was, um, New Belgium that had the was it the Hemperer, the Hemperer a few yeah. years ago and then
2: Sweetwater Brewing that's like their whole thing they do they like, they do a lot of the tie-ins all their beers are called like 420 strain absolutely like, you're right and Carlos, there are several others and there are some breweries and I have not
0: even danced down that road but I believe in Colorado and maybe Oregon that have incorporated like some actual, level of like, THC yeah, like into the THC beer in we've not done any of those maybe someday on the show when laws allow yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> illegal
1: to uh, you purchase
0: it, own it. Right. Maybe we'll do a remote In our from state. Colorado. We'll go to fun. the Great American Beer Festival.
2: Let's put it something. on the calendar. We'll do like our own podcasting version of the Impractical Jokers movie,
3: where <laughs> we take go. the
1: show on the road. Yeah. Carlos, and the I movie we're discussing tonight is frankly sexual, and the leads talk about wieners often. So Big Doinks, I think, is <laughs> and a fantastic. Well, we- and, and they it. smoke
2: some weed, too. <laughs> they smoke weed.
0: And it's like a fantastic weed. tie-in. We see male genitalia on screen. <laughs> yeah, uh in a way that I could we have rarely without, do, I will say. Just uh, the well, we can talk about the the yeah. whole scenario later. But we we should should at the very least, time I, on that scene. I, yeah, I got to appreciate some, a film that puts the male genitalia front and center. I sure.
1: believe that was one of the purposes of this. There film. you go. Um,
2: yeah, so some synopsisization should happen. I was trying to find a way to make that word as complicated as possible. Um, so super pl- new, just dropped. Super, yeah, it, it is uh, as fresh as this lovely IPA that we are are drinking. It came out on May twenty eighth. Um, so upon the day of recording this, it's approximately what? what is that like three days old? Mm-hmm. Um, and Plan B is a, a comedy, uh, a teen, <laughs> a teen sex comedy uh, that was directed by Natalie Morales, who this is her directorial debut. Many people will know her as Lucy from Parks and Rec. She was Tom Haverford's love interest, but she's been in a bunch of other stuff, um, including Stuber, which was a Kumail. That was th- that was the movie where Kumail Stuber and Batista the became which now that I've outed myself.
0: As a Bautista fanboy yeah. slash man crush situation. Interesting. People have been telling me I need to see Stuber because yeah. he, he, apparently uh, he's excellent in that. It's yeah. streaming
1: on one of them for free right now. I, so I'll have to. I'll, I'll, I pitch I'll it check it out I pitched it for the, sh- it for yeah, the show th- at one point and it,
0: it
2: didn't happen. Um, but she was also in a movie this year called Happily, which I also pitched for the show that did not get approved. Um, and she's been in some other things. But getting behind the camera and she now. She has directed one other but I think it may have showed at a festival before this,
0: but maybe sequentially it was made after. I, th- I can't remember the title of that one. I was looking it up right before. Um, so it seems like she's making this pivot to more directing.
2: Yes. Lessons um, learned?
0: Was that...
1: language lessons language lessons language lessons co-writer
2: and director yeah i wonder why that
1: doesn't um hey let me look up some stuff on my phone while we talk (laughs) well (laughs) i i
2: I didn't i did not see that and when you go and and, and when you go to plan b it says this is her directorial debut so i very much thought that that was accurate information but regardless it is about um these two girls um lupe and sunny lupe and sunny um who are kind of outcasts Somewhat misfit kind of teens, you know, they're not the popular. They're not, girls. yeah, they're, yeah, um, yeah. You know, they're not getting shoved into lockers or anything. How would you but, describe
0: Lupe's style? She's just she's goth. goth. Is she no, goth? She's goth? Okay, yeah. but, but she's
2: like it's, it's pink a, it, goth, like a more by today's standards. It, she's certainly okay. Goth. So uh,
0: goth is updated since my time. It's, it's not just black and white.
2: Not, a, I mean, it's heavily, but, okay. um but I mean, that's she's got the black lipstick on. She's she does absolutely, thing, you know?
0: but they, but there's a little more flair, and, yeah,
2: there is a little more flair. But I I think. For all intents and purposes, she would qualify as goths. Sunny is your classic kind of uh, Indian
0: American, like first generation.
2: She says at one point she's not. Oh, what is she? Pakistan? Um, she she says it's it's when they're talking to the pharmacist. Um, she gives a specific oh, the, area. Oh, they're talking about region. Yes, right.
0: She is Indian,
3: they are Indian. Yes, right. Because she fears the
1: Indian mafia. Uh, okay,
0: which is great that, cameo yeah. by Jay Trent Chandra Sekar uh, from I don't Broken like Lizard. That guy. Oh,
3: I love
2: him. I love good. Super Troopers. I, love, I see. I've never seen Super Troopers. I he's know a small part. Kind of I don't fame, want to get us bogged down. yeah. That's that's David's role today, getting us bogged down in the well, he, details. What I'm trying he, to say, he plays well, such a well, fun role. will get
1: there, but he does play not a, he does play a small part, but it's a pivotal. It's part. it's it is. important for
2: narrative purposes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, Sonny has a crush on a more popular boy, and the popular boy approaches her and lupe puts her in this situation where she's like oh yeah we're having a party because another party fell through that was supposed to happen and uh classic classic and so the and so the boy agrees to come and so then they now have to throw a party and uh she has an unfortunate first sexual encounter with somebody who is not this crush the crush's name being hunter instead it's this very strange character named kyle uh and then she pees out a condom the next morning, believes that she is likely <laughs> pregnant. And now because of, um, Jay, what, Jay, what's his face? character. Yeah. The um, pharmacist. Yeah. yeah. Not agreeing to sell her a Plan B pill, they have to then travel to a the closest Planned Parenthood, which is far away, several hour drive. Which and, they're out in South Dakota. I, yes. I love that the film is set in South it's Dakota. It's very odd, and we know that it doesn't exist. No, it's North Dakota that doesn't exist. No, yeah. where's the South Dakota? <laughs> anyway, it's probably uh, the entire Dakota. Yeah. yeah, the Dakotas don't exist, and this drink, is just, just more government propaganda to convince us that it does. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So so then. After about 30 minutes, it becomes a road trip movie. Uh, the road trip, they, you know, they embark upon it, um, and hilarity ensues. Yeah. Uh, this movie has been very well received. It currently has a 100% rating Does on it? Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't see that. 27,
1: 28 reviews. Okay. Yeah,
2: not a ton of reviews, but and all the ones that popped up when you Google Plan B 2021 film are generally favorable.
0: I, the reason I'm a little surprised is where I did look as I was watching the film or short, as it was wrapping up, I was getting on IMDb, looking up some stuff. It was at five point one. It's much higher now. Oh, it I got think. it got higher. But I looked through. It's it was totally an influx of people who are pro-lifers um, jumping on there and uh-huh. not saying because IMDb they review the reviews. Like they don't just let you know you post a review; they'll review it for content. If somebody outwardly said. Something that was like, you know, I don't like this film because I'm pro-life, da-da-da-da-da. They wouldn't let the review fly because it's we'll like, well, it you're down. biased. Okay. Dep- this isn't, you know, whatever. So they were finding ways to just say, oh, it's not funny.
3: You yeah. Know, anyway. But so,
2: it, it has gone up since. It had, it certainly has. Um, so before we get into the review, David, you messaged both, both of us in our very exclusive Beard and yeah. Movie group chat and asked if we had seen it. Yeah and then friday night friday night yeah and i was Date watching release. i was watching our second film at the yeah. time this is unprecedented
1: behavior <laughs> and, i <laughs> thought it was interesting and, and i think that if both of us had said no we might have had a different conversation but i had seen it i watched it right pre- premiere night and carlos explained that he was watching yeah. our other so films so what was the so, intent yeah, of that yeah why did
2: you
0: ask that <laughs> you know it was i'll tell you what it was I had just fought, finished watching the film, and I enjoyed it so much and laughed so hard throughout it that I just felt like I wanted to have a communal experience with other people who were
1: watching it I and see. knowing that
0: they were enjoying it as well that opening night. Okay. Hmm.
1: I, I have, Uh-oh. and I swear to God, we'll review the film shortly. Carlos, as you know, uh, I met David, my, my fiancé met David and his wife after they had had a delicious anniversary dinner and a mm-hmm. couple of other friends, including some beer and a movie listeners. And my intent, and past guest, yeah, Anthony, right. yeah, 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 thanks, uh, Joker, our Joker episode, Tony. Uh, I had the intention of asking Aaron, David, your wife, uh, in case you forgot, <laughs> to have a discussion with my fiance if they had both seen it mm-hmm. without David and I participating. Yeah, I, I just wanted Save it to, for the pod. I, I wanted to hear two women That's talk about this movie. Yeah. I wanted to hear two women talk about the movie. Uh-huh. Aaron refused. Refused. A little scared. I mean, if I have to... (laughs) Carlos, uh, she was a little nervous to even have the conversation. (laughs) When Aaron and I stepped off alone, Uh she did tell me a few thoughts. But I was denied the idea uh, that two women would talk about the film because there are gender politics, in my opinion, all over this movie. Sure. Yeah. Oh,
2: absolutely. Um, Did Aaron like it? She
0: loved it. Okay. Aaron told me the same. Yeah. That was the other thing. That was the thing that was harder because... And I realized I couldn't even say it because the point that I was having is I was having such a good time watching it with Aaron. I wanted to make sure that both of you watched it with your significant others if possible. And that's why when you said, oh, we chose to watch Obvious Child because Kylie really wanted to see that one and we could watch that together. I'm probably going to have to watch this one on my own. Mm -hmm. I think my response was, ooh, I'm not going to say anything, but I really want to. And what I wanted Mm -hmm. to say was, ooh, get her to watch Plan B with you. I think she's... I'd, I'd want to hear what Why? your experience was. Why? Because there's was. a female
1: in the room? When, when, when us three because guys about to talk about abortion Because it's a Politics. movie. If
0: I saw it on my own, I would have been talking about it with Aaron right after I saw it. Okay. And, and okay. explaining what had gone on and wanting her. like It's ridiculous. Or I would have been saying, we got to watch that.
3: <laughs> it's a very long prelude. Why don't we dive in? I, okay, it okay.
2: is a 15-minute prelude. I'm kind of again in shock i did not think this movie was that good
1: okay that's oh it's gonna be interesting because i i let me just throw it out there i fall in the middle um wow so how do you want to go negative to positive
2: well we know (laughs) david likes i i mean you know to me the best thing that comes out of this movie is disney plus and thrust loved that line that was Mm -hmm. good that was was really funny yeah um but it's a good script I see. I, I don't know that it's I a good
1: script, that. but I have problems with the execution of the script. A lot I love of problems so. With well, the I love the performers. The
0: I, maybe I, I. I mean, I feel like let me lay the foundation sure, here sure. of what's good about this film, and then you guys can help tear it down after mm-hmm. I... You know, I okay. don't have any. I don't have any compulsion to tear it down. And neither do I. So I think this film definitely follows in the footsteps of Booksmart. And blockers most recently. These more sex positive, like teen comedies, which we've had for a long time. Teen sex comedies sure. we've had since the 70s at least. Sure. Um, and even before that in coded terms. But the, but largely, if not totally misogynistic, um, at least very tilted towards that kind of point of view through the 70s, 80s, into the 90s, right? And when we watched... Was it Blockers or was it Booksmart that we watched American Pie? It was Blockers. blockers. Wasn't it? Okay. And so we watched that from like 20 years before, right? 99. And you could see like, okay, yeah, that's a teen sex comedy, but it's coming from the standpoint of meatheads, meathead guys writing American these jokes. American Pie did not age well. No, it didn't. And so now you have this new generation of these teen sex comedies that I think in sequence have really just gotten better and better and better if we go like blockers to book smart to now this i i love the performances here like i did in book smart i think there's a similar kind of chemistry between um i'm trying to get the actresses names maroles and verma mm-hmm. here as there is to what uh siegel and is it deaver Kristen Dever, Caitlin, Divers, Caitlin yeah. Dever, yeah, Um th- I felt very similar vibes with them um, in terms of how they played off each other, and I Wait, thought. Did you that- say
2: Siegel though? Beanie Siegel, Beanie Feldstein. Feldstein,
0: sorry. So yeah, i Jason Siegel. What am I? I'm like crossing all well, the free just m- just more watch frontal forgetting. male nudity. I can see why yeah, you make there. The connection. You go, yeah. But so, so I think the foundation's laid. With you have a great duo at the lead of the film. I think the basic concept of the wild party to start the film, Mm -hmm. not so wild party, but the, you know, the party that then kind of turns into a road trip comedy. I thought that was a nice little twist to it that kind of broadened it out. It wasn't just the wild night of two friends like Booksmart. It kind of had this extra, almost like, uh, you know, Alice in Wonderland journey where they're meeting all these different figures and, you know, the pharmacist who denies them the pill, the um, drug dealer who Denies them the pill as well, <laughs> right. but with you know m- much stranger consequences. Yeah, um, the bowling alley rock show that they go to, uh, you know. They, so I think everything that they did along the way, very funny set pieces, very funny chemistry between them, lots of good performances coming from the supporting cast, who a lot of them I didn't really know, but uh, but some uh, old timers like Rachel Dratch, uh, Edie Patterson. Jay Chandrasekhar, we, we already mentioned. So kind of these nice little tidbits. And I think for a first-time director out of the gate, I felt like she did an outstanding job with these performers, getting the comic timing, getting the reactions that they needed, um, and coming across. I laughed front to back. I mean, there were a couple times in particular that I just couldn't control myself laughing, um, it, the, the playground drug dealer scene being one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not that, gonna...
2: See, that one did not get laughs out of me. That really? One... I mean we're like being shown an underage kid about to blow some drug dealer like there's to not to get the plan B pill n- yeah
0: that is out of a tackle box depressing. but really but really doing it to distract him so that they can steal the the pill from him. no no, that she got is on her, not she how that's played. her knees. No, to I know do she it. was going to. I yeah. know. I know she was going to. But then yeah. ultimately, it right. worked as a ruse that they were able. Not yeah. that they, but planned it was it that not in. Yeah. Not yeah that okay. They the way, way you just said it sounded like the way i that way. The way it ended sure. up playing narratively, they okay, steal yeah. the pill because I knew they
2: were going to pull back before. Well, I knew they. I knew it wasn't going to happen. Like, there's no way that that would be in a film like this. But to, take it that far. I thought that was funny. See, see, to me. There are moments like that that play out where, you know, you have some of these more like upfront moments of like, you know, the like sex aspect of the sex comedy Uh and even just the frankness and talking about it. And I think this film attempts to take it just that step farther than Booksmart does, but I think the reason Booksmart works so well is because it takes it the right amount of farness before mm. it pushes it over the edge. And so I think this m- movie misses that mark in a lot of ways. I mean, so it stepped over the line for you. I thought. I mean, that scene was definitely like, wow. "What the fuck is going on here?" And I, to me, a lot of this seemed. You know, I, I've i talked a lot about Booksmart in the past and how great I think that that film is. Yeah, you're is. a fan. And I think that this movie further uh, enforces my point because to me, this is a film that is so clearly trying to follow in that film's footsteps. It is so clearly trying to be the next Booksmart, and I don't think that it works. I like these mm-hmm. two actresses in the lead.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that.
2: I think that their performances are good. I don't think they're great. I don't think I'm not think argue with that. I don't think that the chemistry huh. that Devers and Feldstein had. I don't think they reached that point.
1: Um, I would argue with that.
2: I think that. I think that. <laughs> fun. I think that also the screenplay is clearly attempting to hit the exact same beats as Booksmart. Like, all, I mean, you could probably take it to the minute and the fight between, uh, Loop and Sonny. I know it's Lupe, but they call her Loop a couple yeah. times. As soon as I said it, I was like, someone's gonna think I don't know how to pronounce this. Um. <laughs> I, it happens probably at almost the exact same point in the runtime as it happens in Booksmart. Well, it and could so be that just, both of the films follow. It
1: a happens in super bad that yeah, yeah, yeah. way. I it mean, happens in, I, this, I mean, this, is, is, yeah. this movie is, sure. this this very, is very, very, very formulaic. Formula.
2: It just feels this felt like a great value version of that movie to me, mm. uh, in a way that didn't improve on it. Merely just kind of copied it, and I liked. I, I mean, I, the only. The only thing it really, I guess, changes is it presents a different perspective on, like, you know, the, the character who, in Booksmart, obviously, you have, like, the straight character, and there's a a character who's a lesbian, and Mm in this one, it is worth having her be closeted at first, Mm -hmm. and she never says that she's straight-up lesbian, I think she's bisexual. Yeah. She
0: references that she's had a uh, relation with, yeah,
2: and 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 so to have that element of it kind of kind of uh, kind of change. We don't know what size doings. We don't know what size doings. It was at a church camp, so no (laughs) promises. But um, to have that part of it change, where it creates this different kind of like tension and like a further discussion of like friendships in this modern era and like what everyone you know, everyone trying to feel comfortable with themselves and how that can look different in different situations. And to show this character who, like, in their closest relationships still feels slightly uncomfortable going there yeah. uh, because of their upbringing. And in this case, like, you know, we get a good representation of, like, a traditional Mexican-American or... And traditional Latin american I- upbringing. I mean, like, those things... The way that those things manifest themselves and, like, how, like, the adults that we become is a very real thing. And so I think that there are worthwhile things in this film like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I did not laugh that much in this movie and I was not particularly entertained because I just felt like the beats were so obvious and kind of like almost just like checklisted in a way where it didn't, I mean, you know, I'm I'm not opposed to a film hitting those beats Mm. in a like okay boom boom like kind of somewhat predictable kind of way, but when it's to me this film read in a way where like okay we're just gonna check these things off and we're gonna get through and we're gonna move along and you know it wasn't as satisfying Um, and I found myself very bored at times in this film. Also, the way that it tries to harken back to older music via the radio mm. and then the creed song playing at the house party which don't get me wrong that is a fine song <laughs> uh, but that was another moment where i'm like, like okay chocolate at the beginning that was nice. there i mean it, not all the music in it is bad but there are these moments where it's trying to hit this 90s kind is. of what you would have been raised like for, at least for me yeah. and i'm not too far removed from the age of these the girls in this yeah, film right. and so like We're close enough in age that like, oh, these are the songs that we probably remembered. Like, I remember being 10 or 11 hearing those songs. Maybe they were five or six. And trying to pull those things Uh off in a way that did not succeed. Like, there's no you ought to know karaoke scene in this, but they kind of tried to play around that a little bit. And I don't know, the nostalgia stuff I mean, didn't the work music for me. I mean, the music wasn't and, as big a factor here. And I get, I get that. I mean, and. But it seems like they tried a little bit. And the, yeah, I, I think don't they know. tried a
0: little. And I think some of it was good. I actually liked the song that the band was playing and that, which I didn't even look at. I did not like that was, song. I mean, I didn't, it's not a song I would buy, but I thought it was a convincing enough, like what would a teenage bar band be aspiring to sound like right now? Sure. That might be it. You know what I mean? But. I, I hear where you're coming from. I guess I I did laugh a lot more. I mean, I felt it was well written. There were lots of great lines. I wish I had written more
2: down. I mean, you've already... Oh, one that I loved. Okay. And I wrote it down as yeah. soon as I heard it. Uh, it's like psychotic to leave a voicemail. Yeah. And I 100% agree. There you go. There were great little lines. Oh, the Christian rap bit was terrible, too. Y- Dude, come on. You're going to defend that. I What was bad about yeah, it? I, I it was not The song and the fact that anybody would like it? But that's—I mean—I think that—that that was is one of those moments where you see into this character's past,
0: and that she was raised a good Catholic girl, and that she did have this time where she was wanting to be that, and now she's kind of pulled away, but she still has that like kind of attachment. I've that resonated is very honest but, to me. But I remember, likes kids, it. Uh, I remember kids. I remember kids who, you know, I was friends with. I never got into too much Christian music, even though I was raised Catholic, but I do remember kids who got into, like, DC Talk, and even, like, a decade later... P.O.D. They would hear something, or, and they'd be like, oh,
3: you know, and they, yeah. and they
0: have that kind of connection yeah. to it, even though... They've aged past it, and they don't really have the interest anyway. So
1: in your initial talk, David, you think that this is an evolution up from uh, from Booksmart as far as For quality? For me, it was in terms of enjoyment. Like, no.
0: I really, I loved this one. I laughed hard sure. throughout the film. How old I loved should where your daughters
1: to- be before they get to watch it? Probably, I,
0: I mean the, that the I'd be comfortable watching with him. Yeah, probably fourteen, fifteen would be, mm-hmm. but maybe even thirteen. Mm-hmm. I don't okay. know. Would you feel comfortable watching
1: it with? The- uh, I want to talk about that a little bit. Okay. Um, what I enjoyed about the film, see, Carlos does that thing where he gets real specific, real granular about the things he doesn't like, and that's to why we me, love him. The thing I don't, of course, the thing I don't like about this film is very general, and I think I don't think that it's executed as well as Booksmart is. Uh, Booksmart comes across as an A uh, grade A. I don't mean grade A. What am I trying to say? A real movie. This comes across many times as a <laughs> as a, oh, a, a, like this a student movie. A you can see the. I'm here, like the I'm, one saying okay, okay, the student. Film we're going
0: I'm gonna say like, just to disabuse ourselves of this. I'm going to bring you guys some student films that we can watch that have merits. But that you will see a clear difference in how they
1: look, yep. sound. I, and I
2: have some of my own student films. Uh, and, I co-founded and ran
1: a film festival you know. where anyone could enter. I have seen bad movies. But I have seen the same ability and the same uh, limitations put on those filmmakers. Really, really good movies. So when I say student movie, you're probably right. It's, it It's a movie that clearly, if I looked through it, has a a lot of first timers on the, on the crew. Um, because I think that I didn't even Corpus Christi's own. Yeah. Yeah. Victoria well, Morales. Whereas, well, I she's, was good.
0: she's not a first timer. She's been no, acting for no, a decade. A yeah. no,
1: but. Whereas the sense of the humor, sense of humor of the film, I enjoyed very much. I felt like a lot of lines were just delivered poorly, huh. uh, that the jokes didn't hit because they weren't sold correctly by the actors. Um, but there's so much I did like about the movie and for me it's very subjective and it was the introduction of religion into the uh lovers the the the, the, the two kids that have sex yeah. in the bathroom the you in my opinion like very accurate portrayal of okay. two virgins stumbling through their first time yeah. when there is a lot of outward pressure and guilt and, and yeah and, and everything that's around sex, especially yeah. for kids and for a lot of adults, that was really done well. Hmm. The did idea anyone... that this kid who, who was presented the, the boy was presented as a church camp guy and I'm gonna and then right after the sexual act he has to go off and pray and yeah. you know did
2: it strike anyone as odd that they were kind of telegraphing he's gay?
1: I didn't get that at all.
2: He presents very effeminate, and I feel like it was a very not so subtle. I mean, I at, s- at him being like the closeted gay Christian. I, I didn't, didn't get. That. I didn't
0: see it as. I mean, I saw it ambiguously. I guess I would say like I definitely pick up on what you're talking
1: about that he came. Well, now across that you mentioned, I can see why you would get that impression. But, but, but when he unrolls the condom because he frankly does not know how to put on a condom. Right. right. And when I say gender politics and sexual politics, the film is ripe with all of it. But I have been told. That that the generation that this movie is aimed toward is tired of us older people putting myself in a uh-huh. category of one discussing it. Like we need to talk about. And I I did this with never, rarely, always, sometimes. Yeah. I did this. Close. Sometimes, always. Yeah. Uh, it's an important film because it tackles a thing that we all need to do. But the fact of the matter is, is that the second movie we're going to talk about today is an abortion comedy, as the filmmakers hated it being called. But marketers have to put these spins on things. And the thing that's going to get people to see this film is that it tackles a lot of issues that are really being tackled in the country that we live in today. But uh, I'm talking about uh, even our own state's recent signing of a bill that yeah, is severely shit. limiting uh, abortion. Right. Um, Past six weeks. And and South Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, where this film takes place, uh, the pharmacist has the option so that everyone's happy. It's except a moral the, morality clause. Uh, the conscience can, clause. Yeah, conscience clause. Where yeah. uh, as a pharmacist, I can give this to you, but I don't have to if it uh, violates my own personal beliefs yeah. on the thing. And so I'm not going to talk about it. Uh huh. But there's a lot of good in this movie yeah. as far as fueling conversations I think that need to be had. In so our you country. would watch this with your. I would recommend it. Even though they wouldn't, wouldn't mo- want to. <laughs> okay, so, okay, I I'd hate to hog the mic, but the, the, the nude big dog and how the,
2: the pierced that was the part that disturbed me but was, that's hilarious
1: that's the, the pull away is what's
0: that's a, right
1: so the the joke
0: and the finding it in the van at the okay. end oh so we mentioned was, Jason oh,
1: Siegel. Funny, I yeah. talked about on After Hours how I watched Forgetting, uh, Sarah, forgetting Marshall. Sarah Marshall and then you said I'm gonna watch it too and I think you did
2: I, I actually had watched it already uh-huh. Uh and it was funny you said that because we just so happened to watch the same okay, that's thing it. Yeah. but it was it was I love you man there, there, is, oh, a joke. Was the, yeah, there
1: is a joke it. at the beginning of the film where when Sarah Marshall is breaking up with the Jason Segel character, he is nude. He keeps standing up. And in you his... see a prolonged shot of his uh, big doink. Yeah. yeah. Then, of course, that really works because at the end of the movie, the same gag happens with Mina uh, Kunis. Um, if we had a party game right now where we went in a circle and talked about mainstream American films that showed a, a penis... Right. It wouldn't take us very long, I don't think. No. It's but still But if we relatively had the same... Rare game about hey Michael the Vassbender. what are the movies that oh you want to play <laughs> uh, bad Mo- lieutenant right. right let's go right um crying game let's go um so uh but though all of those the penis is a punchline. The penis is an exclamation point, point. Right. and the penis in '90s, I think, was an automatic NC-17, yeah. which is a very weird double standard oh, when sure. you consider yeah. how I grew up in well, the '80s, dying to look through the cable scratchy of to see hardball. Well, that's movies. I mean,
0: but think about this, right? I mean, like that is the switch we we went from you know the '70s, '80s, '90s where yeah. teen sex comedies were about. We're going to get to see boobs. Mm-hmm. You know, that That was kind of the guarantee that now it's, no, we're going to tell lots of jokes. We're going to create lots of comic scenarios. And you know what? If we show you any nudity, it's going to be, you know, unflattering and not titillating. It's going to be the the awkwardness. It's going to be the strangeness uh-huh. of being naked amongst each other, which is weird in its own way. But I think it's funny that it's flipped that way. I feel like we'll eventually correct back and we'll have like parody and, and and parts that get shown, and, and we'll find ways to be able to do that. But right now, I feel like this is a moment where we're doing this necessary correction. Yeah.
1: For like, okay. It's an erection okay. correction. So, In this sorry. case, yeah. There it or at is. Least, uh, um, was okay. that fully that was, erect? It was more no, like no, a, he, he a was, a half No,
0: he was half- Half-mask, uh, yeah. Ready to,
1: because it's must don't be- Though an impressive was, half-mask. I, mean, I don't they, know. Well, like, I was going to ask why well, they showed such a small guy, but <laughs> I can't yeah. talk about you guys. <laughs> um, uh, so- uh, I think that the film is purposely trying to break down barriers or at least show them or demonstrate them. Yeah. And for that, I admire this movie and I would recommend that people see it. But, uh, you know, David, if it was just the sex jokes, this film wouldn't work as well as it does for me. It really is. It
0: goes back to And I'm surprised to hear you two be even lukewarm on the performances because I found, like I said, I was not lukewarm. I said they were good. Okay, good, but not great. There are jokes good, that don't land. Great. I blame the actors. Whatever we want to call wrong. that, the, the, the temperature below high. I don't know. Like I'm saying, this was high heat. This was of the level that uh, that Beanie and uh, and and Caitlyn were in in uh, the uh, in Booksmart. Mm-hmm. Like to me, uh, Kahoo I get Kahu Verma, and I I don't know the first name. I feel like I'm mispronouncing that. But in Victoria Morales. They they landed everything they yeah. they had that chemistry. To me, I was having fun every moment they were in that van together, having their conversations, talking about these things, interacting. You know, um, I think
2: you're right, but I just I think the reason that I can't get to great with them is has, has nothing to do with them. I think it is that I don't find the script to be as impressive as you okay. found it to be, and okay. so I think it's the material that. But I like the from...
1: sense of humor. I really
2: enjoyed See, the sense of humor. I don't, sense know, of I don't humor. know that I liked. The, I, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. There was just something, uh, something about it that uh, I got bored. Yeah. You
3: know? I,
1: I, did not. I, it I, was I had two a, hours. This, these experience. films are usually ninety minutes. I mean, it was an hour 48. It didn't it feel long, long to me. I, it never drugged for yeah. me. My, my other biggest problem with the movie is the, um, uh, the idea that Lupe is uh, meeting a girl. And not telling, and hasn't told her best friend, and I appreciate She's that just it sets up to where there's, Logan now we and, each have a secret. Yeah. But yeah. if they're as close as they were, the idea that she was pursuing a girl instead of a boy would not have to have been hidden prior to that moment. I especially think, when that, I
2: think it's an important part of the film, though, because especially with the Catholic, traditional Mexican-American upbringing, or any kind of, any kind of Latin American Catholic upbringing. I mean, that is a very severe and significant point of shame that people that are raised that way would carry, especially when you're talking about a daughter to the father, Mm. um, I mean, it is a very real thing that yeah. I love you the, could get kicked out of the house with I love that. the I reconnection
0: mean, with the parents at the
2: end of the film, too. Like, there there was something like Sonny's mom turned a lot quicker than maybe is believable, but it was nice. It was a nice turn. But it was ending. the right turn. It, it was, was the right turn. You no, know, it was. It was. And the end was where I finally started to get on board with it. Like, okay. The last maybe half hour. <laughs> like that.
3: Okay. No, well, uh, no, I'm thinking uh, uh, like the there's last... a hope
2: because I would I would encourage you, watch this again with Kylie and see what her reaction okay. to it is. The last half hour I, I enjoyed and there were a couple of moments that I laughed, but I, it, you know, not that rewatchability is like a
1: measure of greatness a
2: measure of greatness thank you um but when it comes to these types of comedies it is something that i like about them oh yeah it's when they're super rewatchable and this one the the thing that makes a film super rewatchable is that you have a really really solid first half hour 45 minutes with lots of jokes Jokes. really punching you know uh, just coming through quick pace Mm -hmm. moving along uh and this one was the opposite for me. It's to mm. me, it started off very kind of just like, okay, I get it. We're going to the party, and then the party is. The, but there's not jokes. To be the, ha- what yeah, we, what kind was, of
1: car would your vagina be? I mean, <laughs> I mean, that was r- that was okay. A Ferrari.
0: Uh, I can't, uh, <laughs> never take it uh, out. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny. But, but it wasn't sitting like, in the class of the
1: very first, like them yeah, whispering at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Those,
2: those those I the, I found those jokes amusing, but they were more like, ah, oh, that's clever. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. not like a.
3: <laughs> I don't
2: know. Uh, yeah, you okay. know. I, I mean, I hear you, and I, so that's where it is for me. I don't it, know. Yeah, I guess it was enough, and I think that
0: it's very subjective, obviously, right? And I think it would be fun to see this one in a crowd. I felt like, well,
2: you you know, I would have been laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> and and, well, the, and, that, and that was one thing that I liked about when we saw Blockers. Yeah. I went. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I went by myself because I couldn't get anyone to go with me, for but home. I went to a theater and saw it, and. It was a packed house, and yeah. it was so fun, like, laughing, everybody yeah. around you laughing at all the jokes. And it made me laugh probably more than I
1: would have if I had just sat down and watched it at home. So, Yeah. yeah. Um, I would recommend this movie for the reasons I mentioned. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm feeling I'm leaning a little bit more toward Carlos on this one. I strongly recommend this all one. Right. I, th- I think our <coughs>
0: listeners should, uh, at I the very least... Call give themselves the opportunity to find out for themselves. It's did getting the little work. to
2: no fanfare or, or release heat. When I went to the... I was, I'm glad you brought this up because I wanted to mention this. I, when I went to movies on Hulu... I, I hate typing on a remote because uh-huh. it takes so mm-hmm. fucking long. Right. And I'd rather just scroll. And I figured at some point in scrolling, it's it was going to pop there, up. Yeah. No. Oh, I, Mine was and center. I even, my, I even got to movies and then Hulu originals and I scrolled through all the Hulu originals. It was
1: not there. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it was weird. So it's, it's getting weird. no heat, uh, you know, the, the way that your Army well, of the we'll see, Dead we'll and your we'll Kong see. versus Godzilla, yeah. Godzilla well, you know, get. But at the same time, I can see those who have a very pro life agenda really not enjoying this movie and to those people i tell them that your war over teen sexuality is over so why are you fighting it's over well yeah it's it's a it's a losing
0: battle but the, i i think uh i think you're probably right i hope this one i feel like this one is going to be one of those like cult things like book smart i mean Booksmart wasn't like a burning right. up the charts box office right. hit it was a modest Kind of, it earned enough money to be okay, but it, I think its reputation has built ever since. Launched a career too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that I feel like this one is going to be similar. I agree. And I love, like I said, I feel like the direction here. I can see her. T- I think she being an actor herself, working with actors and working in comedy. You know, given the Parks and Rec experience and stuff, I think we're going to see lots of great stuff. I love that she already has another project. Whether this was first or that was whatever. I look forward to seeing more from sure. uh, Natalie Morales. And look, uh, what do we think about big doings, guys? <laughs> well, I, I would. Agree, I just want to agree with you okay. about
2: her. I think. I think that this film does not fall short for me because of her directing. I think she clearly has something going yeah. on where I would also be interested to see uh, her next. Project, um, this beer is dank AF, my guys. It really is. I mean, it it it's truth in advertising,
0: right? I mean, J- Joe read about it here mm-hmm. and everything that they said. I was getting in the flavor. I was getting that resinous, piney yeah. flavor. Getting that kind of hint of uh, marijuana that that's in there. Um, not too bitter on the back end. I mean, it's a pretty balanced IPA. I don't I don't think this is one that's going to put people off who get really Put off by the more West Coast style, bitter IPAs. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying this. It was actually kind of light. I mean, it was easy to throw
1: back. Yeah. The volume, mouthfeel-wise, uh-huh. and gut-wise, does not match the dank aroma and okay. flavor. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. You're right. It's very yeah. light for a six point five and for uh the, the, the flavor profile to me, that's fascinating. Mm-hmm. How do you pull that off? And I'm sure a lot of other brewers would like to know how. This is an old school IPA, it's got those deep, deep, grassy, piney hops that you guys know that you know was my jam when we started this podcast mm-hmm. 200 episodes ago, whatever it is. No, 150, 150 230 yeah. breweries ago. <laughs> um, so I'm enjoying it very much. I would like to have this in my refrigerator and go to it from time to time, yeah, from well, time to time. I mean, it's it's it's. It, this is not going to be an everyday drinker because right. of that robust flavor and the pops, but yeah. damn, I'm enjoying this very much. Nice. Well, good. So, so we, we had some good
0: beer here accompanying a film that we were a little bit split on, ha- had some diversity of opinions. Um, and, and we've paired it. We've already kind of teed up with, with another film that takes on um, contraception, but uh, well, the, abortion really i mean Hold takes along, it to yeah. the level of abortion plan b i guess it's debatable what what we're calling it but um a film that took it head on although maybe didn't like knowing didn't like being uh labeled as such uh, at least feeling like that was maybe limiting it but um one from earlier in the decade we'll, we'll uh take a crack at that when we come back
2: Uh, Before we get into uh, our second episode, I'm going to crack a beer. Um, and then let David talk about the movie that we're going to talk about. All right, look at that—he um, assigned roles right there. And like uh, we are uh, talking about a beer that has no real thematic tie-in. I'm not going to attempt it, um, but it is a very fresh hazy from a brewery that is highly Thank renowned you. for their hazies. This is Spindle Tap Brewery, who I believe we've had in the past. Maybe You're not possibly kidding. this is super fresh. Uh, yeah, diamonds in my mouth. This was canned. 11 days ago, Uh, doesn't get much fresher than that. Ooh,
0: love that aroma. Just cracking open the can. It smells perfect. Oh, so hazy. Carlos, you've really set us up here, buddy. Thank you. This is exciting. Um, Yeah, really excited to tear into this. Nice hazy, great. Getting some florals, some citrus on the nose. Digging that, yeah, this is going to be like having diamonds in our mouth, isn't it? Very All hazy. Right. Well, um, as as we start sipping on that, I'll just kind of lead mm. us in. We uh, paired Plan B with, uh, as as I said before the break, another comedy that kind of takes on contraception or you know abortion in this case, um, and it is Obvious Child from 2014. This is a film that I remember coming out. I remember getting a little bit of fanfare didn't see it at the time so th- this was an opportunity for me to uh, go back and watch this film that I had intended to see it was uh, directed and written by Gillian Robespierre it was based on a short film that she had done a few years before that that she wanted to, to develop into a feature um, she, she did have a couple co-writers or, or co-story writers uh, with her on there who, who kind of helped her out but um, but mainly her production starring Jenny Slate who I think was pretty fresh off SNL at this point. She was in SNL, yeah. She had done two, three seasons on I SNL. She did one season and she got was kicked off because she said the F word. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yeah, I knew it was an ignominy. Okay, that's funny. But, uh, but Parks she, and Rec. This uh, yeah, was during this is, the Parks and Rec era, so I knew, yeah. you know. And I just, I actually saw her live in Austin once. Um, oh yeah, very funny. Yeah, she she was. Uh, How she
1: was did she's a comedian in the film? We see a lot of her act in the film. Right. How was her? act as Jenny Slate, her, compared to the representation of her as a comedian in the film?
0: Good question. The Jenny Slate that I saw was much more self-assured and sort of wilder and more kind of... I think she was drunk too, but but really pretty good. Despite <laughs> maybe, but she was jumping from topic to topic. This was a more controlled kind of buttoned-down version of Jenny Slate. I feel uh-huh. like we saw in, in the film. But you're right; she plays a stand-up comedian or an aspiring stand-up who's kind of working, um, you know, up the ladder there. And you know, she is essentially dumped at the very beginning of the film by a long-term boyfriend, and has this kind of rebound. Uh, one night stand Uh or what we would think could be a one night stand. Right. And it results in her becoming pregnant and most of the film is her kind of navigating what is it that she's going to do about this. It seems pretty obvious to her that she wants to get an abortion but also... She doesn't necessarily plan that the guy who could have been a one night stand is going to become part of her life in a more. Well, the stakes are created way.
1: when the Planned Parenthood or wherever she goes does not. Uh, she, the pregnancy has to be farther along before the procedure. Right. So, so it forces wait. her to wait and it forces us to have. Correct. Yes. 60 minutes in the middle of the movie. And allows yeah.
0: these two characters to then develop sure. this relationship while she's in this. And, and allows waiting her to time. have a lot of
1: talks. And with is she going to tell him about. Or
0: is she not? Yeah. And how will she tell him? Sure. And, how she ends up deciding to tell him is a very interesting uh, scene in itself but uh, yeah that that's the basic scenario that we see
1: you know the thing I like about the movie one of the things I like about the movie uh, is the idea that there well I'll say two things the first one is that from the very beginning it, 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 she I'm going oh shit I'm pregnant damn it I'm gonna have to get an I'm going to get an abortion mm-hmm. there is no mulling there is no uh, sacrosanct, Tearing apart of the different sides of the issue. It's just now it's from point A to point B. Now I just have to wait a few weeks before I can do it. Right. In the meantime, though, the place where she works has to close so she loses her job. The, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So when the filmmakers and when the movie came out said, please stop calling it an abortion comedy. I I feel that's almost valid because the movie... Is more about this young twenty-something evolving and and learning from all of all of not just one thing but right. all of these obstacles that are being put in her path. The title of the film, Allu- "Obvious Child," alludes to the idea that she herself is in many ways childish, although right. living in an adult world. And I, I like the the. The character transformation. I like all of the supporting actors. I thought that Jenny Slate took a while to get used to as the lead in the film, but once you do, she's she's does a really good job. Um I have I have more to say about it, but I, I enjoyed I enjoyed this movie very much. I enjoyed this movie very much. The tone, it's quiet, it's 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 not a teen sex comedy. No, it's, it's, certainly it's not. It's more of
0: a quirky, uh, under-the-radar, kind of American independent comedy sure. film. Um, so I hear where you say, and calling it an abortion comedy is misleading in that the, the source of humor here is an abortion no. in general, <laughs> right? Um, it, it, it It is a comedy that has as one component of its plot that there is going to be an abortion.
2: Kind of what drives the narrative is that is that
0: well it's it's really a rom-com i mean like if we're gonna yeah. if we're gonna talk about what what it
2: fits best it's but that's kind of the initial conflict though it is. Is, is it what, is what, pro- and it's, what and propels it's the, thing, the movie to where it goes is that piece which is right. probably why some people get hung up on it and it's the thing
0: hanging over that relationship right yeah. like the will they won't they is tainted by well is she gonna tell him what she's yeah, about she to do and if she does how's that gonna impact them is he yeah anyway
1: and I guess I, there is a conversation about the obligation of a female to tell the male involved in a pregnancy and what his role if would be she in is yeah, pregnant. Like Does He just hear that, or there's, does he there's have a scene say? Yeah. Where her best friend Gabby Hoffman, played by Gabby Hoffman, is. Who I,
2: I like. I
0: like her. I like her too. And I haven't seen her in anything. She's
1: so understated in this. She's just a person in this. Yeah, you know? I'm sure
0: I think. She was in the Transparent series, which she I think is watch. now taboo, so you, you don't watch that. But uh, <laughs> That's a I watched it before I knew about Jeffrey
1: Tambor and oh, his yeah. terrible yeah. ways. Arrested
2: of Development, too. I
1: know, right? And then, uh, yeah. I real, real quick, Carlos, I want to give you an example of uh, a scene, I think, that captures the entire movie really well. And that is when um, it is she is fears that she's pregnant. Uh, her friend, Gabby Hoffman, uh, buys a pregnancy test for her and leads her through the... Um, The painful three minutes while you wait for a pregnancy Mm -hmm. test to come up. And Gabby Hoffman's sitting there and she says to her friend, stop looking at the timer. Stop looking at the stick. Come sit over here. You want to hear my story of the first time I was waiting for a pregnancy test to come back? And if I had had the opportunity to encapsulate the movie at the top of this segment, I would have said... You guys want to hear the story of the first time I was waiting for a pregnancy test to go off? Because <laughs> that is a place where so many people have been. Yeah. yeah. And no matter how you feel about wanting to keep a pregnancy, it is a stressful three minutes. And you sure, see Jenny yeah. Slate having a Very panic long. attack while her friend is just trying yeah. to comfort her. And I feel and the like sound design is great in that. It really is. Because Gabby Hoffman,
2: whose character's name is Nellie, her monologue, disappears. Disappear. Yeah. Yeah. A- yeah. Almost entirely.
3: Yeah. 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 It gets well, muffled and muffled. Because the lead of our film... subjective sound. Because the
1: lead of our film's life is about to change. Yeah. And it, when that timer goes off, my life will change. Mm-hmm. I can I can not be pregnant and decide to, you know, however I want to handle that and I... Or I am pregnant and I already have decided how I'm going to handle that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I did not have uh, the kind of hang up that you said where it took you a little while to buy into her as the lead of a film. The second I saw her on screen, I was like, Oh, I get to see the woman who plays Mona Lisa Saperstein <laughs> for longer than 45 second That's increments. Right. Yeah. And in a way that isn't so outlandish, like I, cause I, one of the most iconic performances on television in the last 10 years, oh, her and totally her, bonkers, her, that, yeah. her and Ben Schwartz. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you could show their silhouettes and everybody, oh, yeah, that's Sean Ralphie on Mona Lisa. I mean, just like completely <laughs> uh, just juggernauts of role players uh, in TV, in my opinion. So I was I was there with her immediately, mm-hmm. you know, and I was locked in, loved her. One thing that I am realizing about myself, and you can call me a basic bitch for this if you want. I fucking love this Jake Lacey guy. i love this man i I mean i i like him he's the guy that
1: plays the 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 boyfriend the boyfriend yeah. if you will yeah. yeah
2: he does he does a, I mean and look he's he's a pretty one note dude yeah. like he does the same plays thing plays that note in, uh, really really well he does the same thing in the High Fidelity series to okay. a very oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay yeah, yeah, a yeah very high level that. you're right um, but man I just I I love to love this guy he looks he real plays he plays characters he yeah. looks real on yeah. screen He's he he, he's in
0: he a season of The Office was he was towards uh, the end yeah he was in a season of Girls or maybe two I don't like him for that well that's a strike on his record
1: but uh, but he was he I'm was, just saying
0: was. like you know I've, I've seen him in a few of these series he was actually in the working roster. actor
1: took a gig that uh, yeah <laughs> yeah but he is he's like uh, he's, he's a like very everyman kind he, of he's, uh he's
2: good looking but he's not great looking yeah he's he very, could
1: be really good looking if he was done correctly yeah on, the,
2: and he just Every, he, he delivers these lines of dialogue like very naturally and he feels like a real person that you've met before. Mm-hmm. And like in these, I mean, he plays a lot of these roles where he is just this kind of like, because especially now, at least for me, when I see him and I see him being nice, eventually I'm like, okay, well, he's a straight white dude. At some point he's going to do something fucked up, Right. And he doesn't, yeah. really. You know? A, I'm going to withhold always, my basic
1: bitch for now. <laughs> and it's always <laughs>
2: just nice to see somebody being nice, and he's so good at being nice that I love yeah. it when I see him in things like this. Yeah. Uh, and so I loved I loved him in this. Uh, really liked uh, Gabby Hoffman's character, her friend, and who is Jenny Slate's longtime comedy partner, Gabe Liebman, uh, who plays the host of the open oh, mics yeah. that she does. He's really funny when he gets the chance to be in this. Like whenever... The three of them are having dinner and they're yeah. kind of talking it out. The witty
1: repartee segments of the I film? will
2: be damned if I don't love me some Richard Kind. Another yeah. guy who is just mm-hmm. this very, he's like a warm blanket when he comes on. Great on Curb. He's just so good and he's been in things for so long and he's been so good in things for so long that another just like very warm and inviting presence on screen and a film that deals with some right. difficult subject matter. You and know, you've loved you Polly Draper
0: since 30-something back in the 80s. Of course, was, you know yeah. me. Yeah. You know yeah. me so well.
2: Um, David Cross's appearance in this is Aaron, strange. that was one moment where Aaron did turn to
0: me and was like, I do not like David Cross <laughs> in this scenario. This is not a good... Well, David-
1: let's talk about that for a few seconds. I'm a David He's Cross good fan, at a Mr. Though. Show fan. Oh, no, he does what is called for in that scene. But his, yeah. his trademark quirk and off angle is taken away a little bit although his character does some wacky things like coming out in the women's camisole after he purposefully (laughs) spills wine on his shirt Yeah. yeah um yeah, no. He, I mean, he's a comedian trying to
2: impress another comedian, impress
0: another comedian, and kind of make a strong pass at that other comedian. it, it yeah. doesn't get into like totally off putting territory, but it's pretty uncomfortable. He gets close, yeah, yeah. He, yeah.
2: He, he, he 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 teeters right on the edge, and then she's like, "I'm out of
0: here." He does yeah. not
1: promising young woman her. Let's just no, let's just no. no, no. He, does, he doesn't get there, but it, uh, but he's right at that edge. So it sounds like uh, where are we at? I mean, I mean,
2: I really like this. I, so I saw this movie shortly after it came out. I didn't see it in theaters, but probably sometime in 2015 when it became like affordable on demand yeah. or maybe it was streaming yeah. on netflix or something like that i remember being eager to see this and 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 one thing that i'll say um well two things i guess now this is not a movie that i took notes during and i probably should have so that i could have like a uh, stronger like I could take myself back to certain points I wanted to make a little easier than just trying to remember it off top. But I didn't take notes because I was so invested and so in it. And when I saw this movie and even looking back on it now, I really thought this was a huge launching off point for Jenny Slate. I thought she was going to go on to like have one of those kind of two, three year runs of Mm. just being in a couple of really great movies every year and she really hit more of the voice acting angle. Yeah. <laughs> that has been like the predominant like source of like work I guess for her, things that she's been in, which I got to say I don't like understand. I mean, she's a great voice actress. Like I love the show Big Mouth and she is or she was a voice actress on there. She has since uh backed out of that because of this white Jewish woman voicing a a young black girl. Uh, She decided that I think unless she went back on it, but that was the last I heard. Um, uh, And, you know, her credits are as far as voice acting are solid, you know, like um, was she in Zootopia, Bob's burgers, um, Muppet Babies, babies. Yeah, <laughs> Muppet no, I mean, Babies, yeah, the new Muppet <laughs>
0: Babies, the yeah. I mean, she, uh. she she is, and she does have a great voice. So yeah, like, I mean, it, it's distinctive, and and it sort of brings a lot of personality to characters. But I I hear where you're coming from. Secret Life I've, of Pets. This feels sleepier than a film that's like a true launch pet. Like it feels Agreed. like a film that appeals to. Like I said, it's an American indie comedy vibe that I get from it, which to me is you know like the Wit Stillman kind of feel. Like I, I feel like there's that you know, small, whatever it is, 1% to 2% of the American population that likes these films, and I'm in that. I
2: was going to say, maybe that is just my sweet spot. It is. I found well, her to be, great be incredibly spot.
0: charismatic. In and occasionally movie. one of these films like kind of pokes up above that. This one didn't quite it didn't seem like
2: made a few million but it's
0: done some things it's interesting like if you look at robes pierre and her career since that like she did make another feature which i'll have to watch at some point called landline it has jenny slate in it as as a lead um so i i definitely need to check that out but that was 2017 Mm -hmm. and since then it's been mostly television a lot Mm -hmm. of series we like and it for our after hours listeners silicon valley has been a series that she did an episode of that i just started Um, watching
2: shrill okay and she did that she did an episode of shrill yeah okay so it's the the 80 Bryant show on Hulu yes
0: yeah right right and so she's done a number of comedy series um one two three episodes uh, but all in kind of a similar vein of comedy that I think connects well with this. Um, it'll be interesting to see if she's gonna pursue doing more projects that are kind of you know this like writer director projects where yeah. it's kind of more her voice or if she's gonna be, primarily directing in series, that she's kind of more of a hired hand do, do, doing that thing. Um, but either way, based on the quality that, that I'm seeing, she's very good with comic material, working yeah. with comedians as performers. Um, I thought this was great. I mean, like, it's funny to pair this with uh, plan with, with Plan B, where I feel like Plan B is a juicier teen comedy. It's like, the, it's, it's a big, interesting big, broad use, yeah. gags, well, you know, like the yeah. again, we we talked about some of them in the first set. Like, there's just a lot more sure. over the top slapstick kind yeah. of hilarity. I mean, the very, the sex scenes yeah. are very, you know. If you're gonna compete with yeah. Superbad, if you're gonna compete yeah.
1: with, you know, the list This could go is on much and on. more subdued. The this comedy is, real is
0: more life. in the dialogue, yeah. the comedy is more in and again, she's Kinda a stand-up comedian as a character, so yeah. you get some of that from her on stage. The reveal, we you know, I kind of alluded to earlier, she eventually decides to tell him by Delivering it on stage, spoiler. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> spoiler. Now, yeah.
2: had that Tig live album come out prior to this?
1: I don't know. No, because it felt I very similar. That's
0: a good point. I don't know. Timing-wise, that might have been right around. Well, then. It,
1: this was adapted from a 2009 short film, so I can only imagine that the general notion whether of what or not they that was part do, yeah it had already been created. But um, it does. It creates like a great tension because he's just come to see yeah, her. And her but it's a false. It's a false. You didn't like that. Well, okay, I, I liked it. Uh, it was perp- it was perfect for her character. It, uh-huh. it bookends and shows that she can succeed at this thing that we've. And seen And it her also fail allows him to show who to he is. Stand up comedy, but him leaving and then coming back then the coming next back, day yeah. is false. But okay, what? we're is there. False? It, it it he struggled with his conscience overnight and came back the next day and was as Carlos said the nicest guy I, and the most perfect guy in the situation. And why is that false? Because the leaving, I don't think,
0: but be, I don't, I don't think but that I think was being struggling. Shot, with, that's like yeah. a, that's you don't, I don't, that think, guy, don't,
1: that character would have I waited cu- for I her cut outside him the slack. club Ugh. and talked to her that I night. Disac- You're I, 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 dis- I, think, I disagree. I think he's wandering
2: off into the night. Like, did she just tell me that
0: I,
1: think I'm I'm
2: yeah. in front of him? I think what he did was he acknowledged the way that he was feeling walked away from the situation before in a, in the moment, in the heat of a moment he said things he regretted there you go. and then allowed himself the time on his own not in a public place to process that information and then made the decision that that character
1: was always going to Leaving make. her I think it is a responsible decision to make. That night is not very nice. I disagree. So, I her her doing her what she did. is that is not very <laughs> no, nice. No, no, that's that what too... I do. If you're going to love me I'm going to get on stage <laughs> no, I know, and talk I, about my relationships I think and my are, life. I think there I, are
2: boundaries to that. Yeah. I well, think, it's, a,
0: but it's, well, see, this, that we're even having this conversation I think right. shows this the, strength in the this film. is yeah. something that it's exploring something that's sort of i mean this is part of life right i mean like procreation but it does it and it hits some notes that i haven't seen hit before in films and that's pretty exciting when, even if it's you know we were saying at the beginning there's this we you know the, this rejection of this idea of an abortion comedy and I get that, but there is something going on here that you want to highlight for people that this is taking on the topic of procreation and how we react to that and how how we deal sure. with that. And it does so in ways that you don't really see films or stories in general doing very often. I mean, we're, it, this is an evolution. It's interesting that I don't feel like there's a lot of films I could point to that have followed this up. I mean, Plan B is something approximating, B, at least in terms was also of bring compared that in. to a
1: movie called, uh, uh, or a series maybe, uh, called Unpregnant, which I, I, oh, I don't... Oh, I haven't seen it. A, but I guess it's a feature,
0: but I, think I haven't I've, seen yeah, it
1: Yeah, yeah. Anyway,
3: so,
0: do that
1: in. All right. All right. All right. I mean, I, I enjoy me, this movie a lot. To me, this is an so enjoyable 90 like, so minutes. There's, like not a lot a... of, there's not a lot of groundbreaking in this right. film. It's an enjoyable 90 minutes that talks about some nice adult stuff, and you get a fantastic cast and supporting character cast delivering i think interesting life yeah yeah well it delivers this interesting shit, slice shit. of life to you us stepped in shit no no you just stepped in some shit i, I thought that was funny <laughs> yeah that, was, cute. Funny, that was funny that was and funny. see i don't know me you know i mean i do like
2: book smarts so it's kind of counterintuitive but maybe i like those kind of little smaller moments of comedy where it's more than the big over the top stuff. Maybe that's where the disconnect
0: is. I think you like both. I think I think it's just a matter of how it's executed. I've seen you like you know, like you said, book smart, walkers. I mean, those are pretty broad slapsticky Joe Dirt moments. Joe Dirt Joe Dirt's right up there with
2: Office Space.
1: Love Office Space. Yeah,
2: you're oh, you're office space. space. I'm I'm on a journey of self-discovery. Future episode. A-
1: <laughs> I would lo- love that. Well, what about uh spindle Tap? Diamonds in my mouth tonight <laughs> a, it, it has some it has a funny
2: what is it saying Dunkin' deuce chunk and deuce chunk and deuce chunk and deuce on the, on the so this is of the one game. of
0: those true chewy hazies yeah. you you get like it's almost got that chalkiness to it right like you you feel like there's almost like hot particulate floating around in there um i mean it's i have fun drinking these this is pretty darn fresh I almost feel like I could sit on this for a week or two and it would drink even a little easier because there's something – I'm going to use that term – a little green about this guy <laughs> um, where it's just a little bit – there's like a little tingle to it when I, when I first take the sip that I feel like is the kind of hop oils haven't quite yeah. come down to the level where if, if I was to drink this a week later, I'd probably just have a smoother experience. But it's so robust. It's so flavorful. I've enjoyed every second as I'm sipping it. So I, I don't want to take it down a How notch.
1: old did you say this was? Uh, 11, 11 days. days. Okay, think about how specific we're being in yeah. this conversation. Well, At 11 days old, it needs to be more like 18 to 21 <laughs> days old. <laughs> but then think about when you find a can in the back of the beer fridge of an IPA that's now oh. six months old. <laughs> and it's the gone The degradation... Fast, yeah. Or is it degradation? Or, or I guess it's a bell yeah, curve. It's, 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 it's going to increase in uh, proper drinking time, and then it's going to swiftly decrease.
0: Well, it's the potency, right? And so, like, yeah. if you have something that's very heavily hopped. It could almost be too hot. And that's where we go. Like we talk about it being green. It's like there's just such an
3: intensity And I guess the brewers
1: try to not solve that, but get away with that through just typical distribution dates. It's going to settle as it gets out to the customers. Well, yeah. I mean,
0: I think they're trying their best to balance their recipes in ways that work. I mean, I think they want – I think most brewers want beer that can be drank day one and enjoyed very much. I don't think they want a beer that people feel is green, but the reality is when you're adding such intense levels of hops to beers, I think you're gonna end up with some that have that. And and it's and it's a subjective thing. You know, my beer that's a little too green for me when I'm drinking it is somebody else's, yeah, that's exactly what I want in my glasses, somebody else's this That's will never be. Too this green. will yeah. never be tasting good for me. I, this is always going to be too hoppy. Sure. So, you know, you kind of got to know with But I think for a hazy IPA drinker, as I am a fairly regular one, I feel like this is just a little bit young for me. If if it was, you know, I know I am being specific, but I think a week or two from now I'd be drinking this and I would really oh, find it even more but it's, palatable. It's, but
1: I like it now. That it's science in a glass or bottle or can <laughs> is fascinating. And the yeah. craft beer sciences can be intimidating because when I drink a Budweiser, it's just a Budweiser. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so I think that, that beer drinkers, movie fans that listen to us for the movie talk, that tolerate the beer talk, yeah. find this kind of thing probably a little pointy-headed. But it is all real. I'm having the exact same experience. It's a yeah. little too green, if you will. Right. Um, it's, it's 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 coming in hot is an expression that I'll use. Yeah. And I think that if it could age a little bit, it would have settled out. However, I'm eager to try it aged. So yeah. where can I get some and wait a few weeks before I taste it? Because Did you get this from the it's brewery? It's very very was... good. Uh, n- well, I got
2: it from my friend. I should. Sh- Shouts out Nate. Who does not listen to this podcast, my friend? But Nathan, who has gotten a Spear
0: before, I believe. He, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, he you, got it um, from one of the places in Austin. That okay, he goes so to. They, yeah, they um, they were able. But I mean, man, they're so distributing got, got this got stuff. out.
0: got it to Austin within a week. He brought it down here. Yeah, he got here
2: on Saturday, and he probably go. brought he bought this Thursday or Wednesday. So less
0: than a week. We're talking about uh, just a few so, days that went from. Houston yeah. to Austin and then, and to then back
2: here, yeah. but, uh, he's, he's going to be back in a more full time capacity. So he won't be a supplier oh. of beer for much longer. Probably
1: those but, mules. Uh, they come, they go. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. We'll, we'll find evolution.
0: And, and listeners, you always know when, when you have something good on your
1: shelf, like, you know, get Let it to us. us well, you look, know, if you're looking for female empowerment comedies, if the, um, reproduction system variety <laughs> we, we found two that i, I would recommend I know Carlos- it seems like
0: we have universal recommendation on one yeah. and, 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 I, and a I'm, more qualified one on the other yeah
2: i'm not i'm not like recommend i'm not going to tell people like you got to go out and watch plan b right now it's amazing and like anything like that but i'm certainly not like i think you should probably you should see it if somebody asked me i'd be like yeah you should see it yeah i think I, it's worth seeing and as you strong- can make your own decision
0: Yeah, as as strongly as I love it, I would say you know if if you're somebody who liked Booksmart or or had some interest in it, liked uh, you know Blockers, I think absolutely there's no reason you shouldn't watch this. And I'm and I'm curious, listeners, if you are in that camp and you end up watching this, let us know. What, What did did this one live up to those standards, or was it a bit below in the way that some of us felt it was? I think
2: I would actually go as far as to if somebody asked me about Plan B. I wouldn't even tell them how I felt about it. I'd be like, you know what, you should watch it.
1: Well, there you go. And and if, I like it. that not reaction. And if thematically you enjoy Ghost Story. It's certainly not a don't oh, waste you your time. Oh, you stepped on my
0: joke. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? I just, it's certainly not a don't waste your time. No. Yes, yes.
1: That's
2: okay. Exactly.
0: Here I go again.
1: On my own. If you thematically liked that play at the field, at Play in the Fields of the Lords and Ghost Story and Bad Lieutenant, there is something big for you that you'll enjoy. <laughs> In plan, in plan B. That. Yeah. Well said, Joe. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since I thought up the game, I've been playing it in my head. Well, I'm glad you got to play with yourself, Joe. Oh. Uh,
2: have you seen these films? Have you drank any of these beers? Please let us know. We want you to get involved in the conversation and become an active part of it, and you can do so in this uh, age of uh, age of technology that we live in now by hitting us up on all of your favorite social media channels, Twitter, at beer movie show, Instagram at beer and a movie, Facebook.com slash beer and movie TX beer and a movie podcast.com. You can find a link to do all the things or whatever. Um, one thing we have not mentioned thus far is that we do have a Patreon where we do bonus episodes every single week. Uh, it is only $5 a month and that gets you a bonus episode every week where we, yes, sometimes may talk about, uh, a film or two or some general filmic, Topic. We do drink a beer, but we also talk about a lot of other things. We talk about TV. We talk about music. We talk about uh general life-related things at times. It uh it's good time, so find us over there, do what to do, you know what it is. Apple Podcast rate review and subscribe. Uh we know you're gonna give us five star rating, leave a written review. I might review your review on the podcast, and please uh subscribing lets you know. When we post new episodes, but also doing all of those things in uh, combination really help us to manipulate that algorithm uh, so that Tim Apple will put our uh, podcast higher in the search results uh, than it would otherwise. So this has been another riveting episode of Beer in a Movie. Until next time. Jesus wore dresses and
0: nobody judged him, right?